0: Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888 941 pags And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. I appreciate you taking the time. We've got a lot going on in the Joe Pag Show tonight. We've got Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of mRNA technology. This on the heels of having Dr. Peter McCullough on yesterday, I asked Malone the same question. Should human beings be taking these shots? I ask him uh, what do these shots actually do. You know, it would o- always ends up going a little bit longer with Dr. Malone, which is great. So we've got two parts. Part one will be tonight. Part two will either be tomorrow or maybe Friday. So we'll figure out when we're going to do that. But we talk a lot about um, a, Twitter being used as a weapon. Talk a lot about that. We talk a lot about um, his new book that's out. And what exactly we should know going into some sort of a health crisis Really good information. Also, the Getter CEO, Jason Miller, will be on the program. Glad that you've chosen to stop by tonight on your Wednesday. Let's go. Uh-huh. Carrie, okay, how's it going? It's going pretty good. There we go. Good, uh, just fine. Thank you. Appreciate you asking. Polo making it happen. Sam, into his house. Go ahead. Go on. All right, let's break it down. A little chair dance for you on a Wednesday. Why not? It feels like a really busy day. It's like a busy day. got a lot to talk about today. You know what I'm saying, Lockie? Oh, yeah. I think you do. Mm-hmm. Say what? Huff day, downhill to the weekend from here. I do appreciate you stopping by. There's a lot, like I said, there's a lot going on. And uh, the election is really top and center, front and center, top of mind, whatever. It's all of that. I mean, there were some dumb sound bites from KJP. I'm not going to use them. That's how busy I am today. You know know what I mean, Mm, Kerry? You got KJP dropping dumb lines about the economy, and I'm still not going to even use them. I got a couple of Biden bites that are going to make you go, really? Really? And uh, we've got some other stuff that we're going to get to as well. It's interesting because um, as I watch this race in Pennsylvania, I still don't understand it. I truly don't, and I'd like to understand it. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Love to. It would be great to understand it, but I don't. So You got John Fetterman, who's the lieutenant governor, who used to be the mayor of a city, but I guess he made crime go through the roof and held a shotgun to a An unarmed innocent black man or something. He's all sorts of history. He's, I guess, a trust fund kid who pretends he's street, but he's not. um, Had a stroke a few months ago. Can barely put a sentence together. You're not allowed to talk about that, though, for some reason. I don't understand why there's any competition between him and Dr. Oz, who's a very well-known actual physician. A guy who, from what he said, comes down very conservative on a lot of issues. I don't know why Fetterman would be even in the race, but it's very, very tight. And Fetterman might even be up a little bit. What, what One thing that hasn't happened yet is Fetterman, Fetterman has not done a debate with Oz. And, and perhaps he's not going to. I don't know. No idea. Has not done a debate. And people might say, well, it's a big deal. So what? Hadn't done a debate. A lot of people aren't doing debates uh, because they just don't trust the other person who's going to be fair and so on and so forth. Listen, debate goes far as back a- as we can possibly remember in our history. Kerry, okay, remember going to high school, elementary school, middle school, and they're talking talk about Lincoln and, and Douglas, Douglas debating debates. and everything else? Absolutely, yeah. yes. I yeah. mean, debate has been part of American society for as long as America has existed. Mm-hmm. The two people who want the office get together and they debate. But it's not happening with with Fetterman and not happening with Katie Hobbs in Arizona, not happening with Shapiro in Pennsylvania. And for some reason, they're getting a pass. So watching some coverage of John Fetterman. And Fetterman doesn't appear to be um, giving many interviews. He doesn't appear to be agreeing to any debates, although I guess there there will be one like the 28th of October, like right towards the end of the cycle. I guess there will be one. But I haven't seen him do a whole lot of interviews other than maybe some online stuff like Zoom stuff, stuff like that. So NBC News gets a sit-down with him. I don't know the reporter's name. It's a young blonde reporter. I don't watch NBC, so I'm not, you know, insulting her. I just don't know who it is. But she's sitting there probably 12 feet away from Fetterman, and he's sitting in front of a big giant monitor. What's going on here? And she actually explained it that to do the interview – Fetterman could not just take the questions they had to be closed captioned and written out transcribed on the monitor in front of him because I guess he can't hear audibly and make sense of what you're saying as he's hearing it so then he would read it off the monitor and still his answers were very weird now I don't know why they would have said yeah you should probably do this this sit down with this person now again he's done Some of these deals where you go on Zoom, you go on Skype, you do a thing like that. And I guess there's somebody there who's typing very quickly, transcribing what the questions are. And they might even be transcribing what the answers are. Because although he makes a lot of mistakes on these Zoom things, he also sounds more cognizant than he sounds when he's out live in front of an audience, which he doesn't do very often. So I want to place him, and I definitely want some input on this, because I need to understand why this guy would even be in the race. Now, I feel strongly that Joe Biden cognitively is on the decline and is suffering from at least early onset dementia. That's my opinion. It's also the opinion of Ronnie Jackson, the former White House doctor, under three presidents. He says it's age-related dementia. So Biden, I already think his family's taking advantage of him. Now, I think Biden's a horrible guy. I think he's a racist. I think he's a sexist. I think he may, in fact, have assaulted some people sexually, according to his daughter, taking showers with her in her diary, according to his son, uh, pedo Pete or Peto Peter, whatever. He's not a good guy, never has been. But at this cognitive decline, this state, why would his family put him up for that? Because it's just a matter of getting the right person with the right letter under your name in whatever office it happens to be. Joe Biden isn't even the president. Somebody else is running the joint, and then he's the face of it. John Fetterman, I guess, is the same deal. Because this guy, and if you don't know, if you're across the country and you know who this is, you probably have heard about the race by now because Dr. Oz, the famous doctor, is running for U.S. Senate out of Pennsylvania. His opponent on the Democrat side is John Fetterman. Guy's 6'8", bald, kind of interesting looking, but whatever got some big growth in his neck that he covers with a hoodie that he seems to be wearing all the time and um again he's like the kid of rich parents which I'm fine with that but don't act like you're street and that you grew up in the in the hood or something and he's trying to pretend like he did and the things that he's saying don't make any sense because he had a stroke recently he should not be the nominee for the democrats although he had the stroke i think after the nomination it might have been before but the Democrats should have replaced him for medical reasons. Let him get the medical help he needs because he keeps on showing up and, and saying things like this. With that f- Felony murder is, is second murder. Second murder. And we are only one of two states in the nation that has that. And it simply was that I absolutely support uh, life and in, in mur- in murder for first d- degree. That's clear. That's what I've always said that. You know, that's, you know. So, and I believe that it's something that Pennsylvania needs to examine. This is, this is a guy who is like almost tied, if not beating Dr. Oz. I believe in second murder, second murder, second murder is felony, is only state. I I don't know what he's saying. Then at the end, I believe in murder or something. I don't know what he's saying. And I don't know why people are putting him up to this. So that's on a zoom call. Then he sits down with the NBC reporter. And when he sits down with the NBC reporter, it gets even weirder. Because she actually, and and to her credit, she might have gotten in trouble for admitting this. But she, to her credit, said the only way they would do it is if we would give him a monitor and they could transcribe everything he was saying. And Carrie, I'll ask you, if you, you get a chance to interview Fetterman, do you agree to that? Uh... I mean, I don't know. I guess I was reading the, it comes from People magazine, and I guess one of the reporters was saying it was absolutely necessary because when they were talking before the interview started, it was clear that he wasn't understanding what she was saying. So they had to make that happen. I guess in that moment, and you do want to interview the guy, then yeah, let's put it up on a screen for you so you can see what I'm asking, and then you can answer the question. All right. I appreciate that answer. I, I would have a problem with that stipulation. um. But at the end of the day, if you want it, I guess you do have to agree to that. I don't know that. I, I, so you again, wouldn't if you had a chance to interview John Fetterman, and this is what tell needed. you. It's 50-50 for me. If, if, if Fetterman's people got a hold of me right now and said that he'll do the interview, as long as we can transcribe what you're saying mm-hmm. um, on the spot, and you have to wait for him to read it before he can answer, I don't know. I, I feel like I would probably say no. And it may, and you and I can disagree. That's fine. Um, I, I'm not saying that you're right or wrong. I just, for me, this interview, his people should never have let him do it. Have you seen any of this? I haven't. No.
1: Okay, I'm going to show it like... now.
0: For those who are, are are listening and not watching, if you want to see some of this, I'll play. I'll tell you what. I'll take a break and I'll come back and I'll play some of this. I'm going to show it on screen. He's sitting in front of a big monitor, and still, after reading the words off the monitor, he's still getting it wrong and his answers are not put together very well, I think his campaign should have said no to the interview. Because the ramifications of saying no, although great, because then Oz gets to say, well, he wouldn't even sit down for an interview. It would still be better than this that you're about to see. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Go to the website, JoePags.com, click on Watch Now, and you'll see these, uh, these pieces of interview. A lot of people across the country haven't seen them a lot of people have it's nbc the actual national nbc news that sat down with him but very very strange the way this thing came off keep it here joe pags Hi, right, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a lot going on. You know, I got emails from a lot of people last night asking, hey, where can I go and see that uh, Dr. McCullough interview again? Hey, where can I go see Mata Flores again? You can always get my my interviews by going to Rumble, or just download the Rumble app on your phone or your device, or go to rumble.com and then look up Joe Pags, J-O-E-P-A-G-S. You can go to my website, which is JoePags.com, and click on videos or video, and uh, they are uploaded, but not as quickly as they are on Rumble. So they may be there a day or two later on Rumble. Usually the same night, you're going to get the interviews that I had. I also pulled out a couple of uh, different spots where Flores uh, uh, responds directly to Eric Adams in New York. You might want to go check that out. I'm also uploading shorts on on uh, YouTube. I'm uploading reels on Instagram. We're uploading visions on on Getter. I'm trying to cover the gamut when it comes to social media and make sure that you guys, uh, whichever your favorite site is, you're going to get the information there. But for all of the interviews, for all of them. And all of the soundbites that I pull out individually, you make sure you get a Rumble. That's a, that's going to be your first stop for everything uh, that you've heard on the Joe Pag Show. You can also listen to the to the pod uh, the podcast if you don't want to watch the show. You can listen to it. Go there and do that, or you can watch it by uh, clicking on Watch Now when the show is live and uh, check it out. But again, those interviews and a lot of people looking for McCullough over on Rumble. A lot of people looking for Flores over on Rumble. Make sure make sure you go and check that out. Let me tell you about uh, Goldco, great sponsor. They know what's going on with the economy. And they want they want you to know that the Fed has printed nearly nine trillion dollars in them last year alone. The dollar's losing value because they're overprinting so much. It's why I recommend you diversify your portfolio with physical gold and silver. The only company I trust is Gold Co, they earn a gold star in my book, and thousands of Americans agree. Gold Co has placed over a billion dollars in precious metals, so I've got to ask you, can you continue to afford rising prices and the d- decline of the dollar? I'm here to say you probably can't. I urge you not to miss out on what could be the biggest gold and silver boom of our generation. I want you to visit goldco.com slash PAGS, goldco.com slash PAGS, because when you do, you're not only going to get the chance to protect your retirement savings with gold and silver, as one of my listeners, you could get $10,000 or more in free silver just for doing it. Don't miss out. Visit the website right now. They made this website just for you because you watch or listen to my program. Goldco.com slash PAGS. G-O-L-D-C-O dot com slash P-A-G-S. I want you to go to that site right now. Go check it out. All right. I want to continue on Fetterman. A lot of people are are, are joining now to go watch Fetterman. And again, if you want to see it, just go to JoePags.com and click on watch now. Just to give you a bit of the backstory again, if you're just joining us, John Fetterman, the Democrat candidate for the nominee for U.S. Senate out of Pennsylvania, agreed to a sit-down interview with NBC News. In the interview, though, there was a stipulation he had to have a big monitor in front of him so he can read a transcription of what the reporter was asking him. Because of his stroke, he can't audibly understand everything that's being said to him. First, we've heard of this. I did not know about this. We hear what he's saying on the campaign trailer in some of these sound bites, and they're way off already, because Fetterman is not cognitively where he needs to be when it comes to processing words either coming in or going out. It's just a fact. I'm not cutting the guy down. I'd like for him to be healthy, because I think Oz could kick his ass either way. But he's sitting down for the interview, and and she's asking him about his health, asking him if he's definitely going to show up to the debate, and just his answers don't make sense uh, sometimes. And again, keep in mind, he's not only hearing what she's saying, he's also seeing it on the screen. Don't you think that if you just release those records and answered those calls, it would be easier to put this to bed. Once I said, um, I believe that the, having this, our doctors. And he starts with, once I said, I'm believing that have our doctors. Again, that doesn't make sense at all. And he just read the entire question off the screen in front of him. Saying that we're fit to do it. And I have demonstrated my abilities and where I'm at. And i leaving people up to that, that choice. But we haven't heard from your doctors in six months. i leaving people up to that choice. And again, he stops, he pauses to read it, and then he tries to give an answer. Well, but you've seen from me every day. And you've seen our campaign going you know, all across Pennsylvania and having uh, from them. But you've seen from me every day. He's not saying things that make sense. Now, the left will say, oh, no, it made sense. Hey, okay, you can't, why, why are you weaponizing his, his illness? It's so stupid. Nobody's weaponizing anything. I truly want to know why the Democrats suck so much they would put this guy up as the candidate. I'm sure there has to be some provision in Pennsylvania, if the person can't physically continue, that you put somebody else in. And that's not it. I mean, she continued. Now, she's going to ask him if he's going to show up for the debate. Are you committed to showing up on October 25th to debate your opponent no matter what happens? No, I'm I'm not not concerned. Uh She asked if he was committed to showing up. He said, no, I'm not concerned. Now, he thought that she said, are you concerned? But again, if he can't hear it right, he should see it right because it's on the screen in front of him. So when she says, are you committed? He hears, are you concerned? And he says, no, no, as if he's saying, no, I'm not committed, what he means, no, I'm not concerned. So she's going to circle back and ask it again because it's a valid question. Are you committed to showing up on October 25th to debate your opponent no matter what happens? No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not concerned. Uh, I believe that's another opportunity to be transparent and people can make their own decisions uh, you know, during the debate. Sorry to clarify, are, are you committed to showing up on October 25th, no matter what, no matter what your opponent says or does. Well, yeah, of course I'm going to show up on the 25th. Hello? I mean, are you a Democrat? Is this, like, hey, this is fine. Ah, don't worry about it. Just need old John. Just need big John. Over in the Senate. It's just about a number. Democrats don't care about this guy. Not even a little bit. They don't care about this guy. He's just a seat-filler. And he's got a D under his name. They know he can't do the job, but he he does not have the ability to understand even what he's reading in front of his face. Doesn't have the ability to understand what's being said to him. And again, I'm not making fun of him, although some of the things he comes up with do sound funny, but this is a real affliction. This is a brain issue. And you're going to send him to, to Washington to represent Pennsylvania? Those of you listening in Pennsylvania, are you serious? I triple, Karen would say it, triple dog dare some Democrat in Pennsylvania to get a hold of me right now, 888-941-7247, 888-941-7247 to go to JoePags.com, scroll down, click on contact. I would love for you to defend this. I would love to know why this is okay. And don't give me some crap that, well, it'd be better. Hey, no matter what, it's better than, than Oz. No, it's not. Somebody who can't cognitively even tell people in Washington what his state wants. Or needs. It's not okay. I mean, at this point, you're using this guy just like you used Joe Biden. Joe Biden isn't up to the job. All the screams and cries about the 25th Amendment under Trump. All of those screams and cries. got a 25th Amendment. He's not fit. He was a thousand times more fit than this guy, Biden, who's in there now. In Pennsylvania, you should be embarrassed. This guy is representing your state. I'll be honest with you. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, joepags.com. A lot of people want to be heard. We'll take phone calls when we come back. Don't touch that dial. Stay here. Joe Pags.